0: look I'll be the first to admit the idea of watching the selection show rankings there's not much entertainment value to them for me especially given how they fluctuate regularly although to their ever-loving credit the college football playoff committee's most recent rankings didn't move at all last night so credit them in that regard but I would love to see who would be next in line after Tulane as far as group of five teams that could make the college football New Year six games, I don't think anybody's making the playoff this year. It's four teams, so we're not at that particular point. But I'd love to see that. And yet, there's no real clarity of who is behind Tulane, and of course, uh, the dicey regular season finale game they've got coming up. And heck, they didn't look all that impressive against East Carolina, which is not a this is not a banner year in Greenville, North Carolina for the ECU Pirates. But Tulane didn't look very good and were in that performance this past Saturday, but yet they are the only G5 team ranked right now. Liberty, it's merit-based. JMU, it's, they're not bowl eligible at this juncture. So we have this mystery on our hands. So, no, I don't have the cheesy sound music from Unsolved Mysteries back in the day, but we'll go ahead and pretend that it's there as Brett McMurphy of Action Network joins us in the fast lane. Brett, a pleasure to speak with you. There are many angles to look at the plight of the JMU Dukes and the Liberty Flames in terms of where they might actually be going bowling. And, of course, you update your rankings regularly for Action Network. What are the chances that JMU finds their way into a New Year Six bowl game when all is said and done?
1: Uh, I would say right now it's probably unlikely uh, because – It's not that they're good enough. It's just the question is, will the NCA grant the waiver? Uh, You know, I know JMU has put forth all the reasons why they should be eligible. Um, But bottom line is, this is basically the same argument they made last spring. The only difference is they're undefeated. Like, nothing nothing has changed as far as JMU's waiver information except for they're undefeated. Everything else is the same, and you know I talked to various people within uh, the Sun Belt at other schools, and they think it's a long shot one one source told me they thought it was a Hail Mary it's trying to complete fourth and forty on your own twenty. I understand why they're doing this, and the fact that you know again it's basically the same waiver that they they went through with in, in the spring and a lot of the schools in the Sun Belt had to go through this two-year transitional period, so why should JMU get the benefit of the doubt and be able to not go through the two-year period? Um, we'll, we'll have to see. Um, but if they are eligible, then they got a chance. But um, like you mentioned, I still think uh, I think Tulane's got a better resume. If Tulane wins out, I don't think JMU necessarily would be ranked ahead of them just because they're undefeated because of the strength of schedule
0: component. And as our own Trey Lyle often notes, the, JMU lo- or the two-lane loss was to Ole Miss, which is looking better and better each week as Ole Miss continues With to be. With two lanes backup quarterback. Yeah, which is a very good point as well. And this is a selection committee. These aren't computer rankings, so it's viewed differently. Uh, but Brett, is there is there, you look at JMU's potential case in, in getting to this point. How much do things change, particularly if there are not enough teams that are eligible to make a bowl game and you've outlined a scenario right now where you project that JMU and Jacksonville state from Liberty's conference, the conference USA, uh, that both of them could go bowling because of of a lack of eligible teams to go to bowl games. How much could that throw a wrinkle into things for JMU? And all of a sudden, if they're bowl eligible for that, they might be able to go to the Sunbelt championship game, which if they go to that and win that, maybe it looks a lot different for where they go.
1: Well, that that's two separate things. Um, First of all, they are going to go to a bowl game. I'm very confident of that because no matter what the NCAA says, because there will not be enough bowl eligible teams that get to six and six. We need 82 teams. That's simply not going to happen. So James Madison and Jacksonville State would go in front of any teams that are five and seven that get in based on their APR. So there is no way we're going to have enough bowl-eligible teams. So while not official, and they won't know until the regular season is done, James Madison will have somewhere to play in a bowl game. The NCAA waiver is totally different. That is to make them eligible for the Sun Belt Championship and potentially make them eligible to get a New Year's Six bid as the highest-ranking group of five champions. So if the NCA waiver does not go through, they will go to a bowl game. It just won't be a New Year's Six game, potentially. It will be one of the random, you know, bowl games. There's, there's 41 of them out there. Um, if they do get the waiver and win the Sun Belt title, then they would be in the running for the New Year's Six game. If they, don't, if they do get eligible and don't get a New Year's Six game, then they'll probably go to the same bowl that they would have gone to um, if they didn't get the waiver. So basically the waiver, and a lot, I think a lot of people miss the, bury the lead. The NCAA waiver has nothing to do with getting bowl eligible. It Technically it does. The only reason they want to be bowl eligible is because the bylaws of the Sun Belt indicate to be eligible for the conference title, you have to be eligible for the postseason. So that's what they're trying to do, is to be eligible for the postseason so they can make a run at a New Year's Six game. Being eligible for the postseason, if that is denied, they can still go to a bowl game, and I am very confident that they would make it again because there will not be enough teams to fill all of the 82 spots. So it's the it's technicality, but basically this waiver is to be able to compete for the Sunbelt title and get into a New Year's Six game. If that doesn't happen, James Madison is not staying home. Don't worry about that. They'll be somewhere, someplace.
0: And, of course, you detail bowl scenarios at Brett underscore McMurphy and for Action Network, Brett underscore McMurphy or Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, your handle on that social media platform about what might happen to the JMU Dukes. You're very well plugged in to the thinking at that particular level high-end college athletics thinking why is it that the college football playoffs don't include jmu in their rankings and why do they acquiesce to an ncaa when they don't really have to because the playoffs which operate the college football playoff in the new year six bowl games don't operate under the same umbrella the ncaa does and therefore you would think may not have to abide by those rules
1: well they've been very clear on this if you're not eligible if you're not If you're not eligible for a bowl game, then you are not going to be ranked in the college football playoff ranking. It's that simple. So um, they're not eligible for an an NCAA bowl game unless the technicality and not enough teams are eligible so they they can fill in opening spots, but they are not eligible for a bowl game right now. So they will not rank them in the college football playoff rankings. If the NCA decides, you know, while we're on this call, or next week, or whatever it is, that the waiver is passed, they are eligible. Then they would be included in any future rankings. But that's why they're not ranked right now. You have to be eligible for the postseason for the college football playoff to rank to rank teams. they they're not going to they're not going to rank teams that are not eligible because they're not eligible for the for the New Year's Six or for the Group Five um, highest-rated champions. So that's why the college football playoff is not going to rank teams that cannot go to those corresponding bowl games.
0: Thank you for explaining that. We've had a lot of questions from our listeners, Fastlane, Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, Brett provides great context on college sports regularly for Action Network and at Brett underscore McMurphy, his Twitter and X handle as he's with us here in the Fastlane. Brett, the other – angle to this of jmu not being eligible to go to a new year six bowl game is the fact that the liberty flames fans would love to be included they are not in the college football playoff uh, rankings which come out only two lane from a group of five ranks included in that um your perspective on liberty and why they are not being given that particular consideration is blank uh the
1: the lack of strength of schedule uh they they simply you know don't have as the quality of wins that Tulane has, uh, you know, if the best scenario for Liberty to have a shot for the for the New Year's Six Group of Five is for, you know, if, if Tulane uh, doesn't win their conference championship. Uh, you know, I think that would help them. And again, keep in mind, if, if we get to the final, and it's very possible, we get to the final week of the season and um, there are no group five teams ranked in the top 25, don't worry. They will they will rank – they will determine who is the the highest rank of the conference champs, even though they may not include them in their top 25. So somebody will get that bid. But, you know, when you look at – and this is not a shot at Liberty. This is just – I'm just telling you the facts. But so you look at their schedule and, I mean, you tell me, Ed, what's their most impressive win? Oh, I- I'm, I'm – I'm searching for it. Yeah, I don't I don't know who it is. Um, majority of the teams, just glancing at their schedule, um, probably about half of their teams have losing records. So that simply does not stand up against the Tulane. Um, you know, Air Force is still a possibility, even though they lost to Army. If they went out, they could have a shot. So... Basically, for Liberty to have a shot to get to the year six game, without question, they absolutely have to go 13-0. and And then they need basically every other conference <laughs> group five championship. You need the underdog to win that game, um, to knock down whoever the favorites are in the American, the Sun Belt, the Mountain West. And then, hey, Liberty. So you say there's a chance? Yeah, there's a chance. They're just going to need some help. Unfortunately, because of the lack of a, a quality schedule as far as uh, strength of record and those sort of things.
0: Just another couple of minutes off of Brett McMurphy of the Action Network, who's with us here in the fast lane. He's at Brett underscore McMurphy, uh, and he's with us here. Grateful for his time, of course, looking at. Liberty and JMU and the bowl outlook for each of those particular teams. Uh, And, of course, he comes out with his weekly projections at Brett underscore McMurphy when you check those out uh, at the beginning of each week when he puts them out on his Twitter handle. Um, You mentioned Liberty's schedule. I mean, we've touched on that regularly, the lack of major non-conference victories or even in-conference strength for Conference USA this year. Uh, You know, if, if folks do a snapshot of Liberty's schedule through 2030, I know we can laugh at the idea of how this will look at the end of it, but if they go back and look at future years, this thing does get more difficult and provides more Banner win opportunities, assuming teams look viable as they look right now on the schedule. How much of this is just the reality for Liberty did when? You went through the wins that you had with Hugh Freeze, which means teams may not want to schedule you. You have to trim opponents because you're going from an independent to a conference team. Uh, that This was what you were going to be left with, especially in the early going of trying to cobble a schedule together.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's better than the alternative, and that's being an independent and having absolutely no shot at a New Year's Six game. You know, it, you know so I the Ian McCaw... Um, you know, a great deal of credit for, for being able to get into a conference. And, you know, the other side of it is, and this isn't just a Liberty situation, this is, you know, every, every non-Power power 5 team out there, you can find teams to play in the non-conference if you'll go play at their place, um, but it's difficult to get quality Power 5 opponents to come play um, in your backyard because simply... Those teams have nothing to gain and everything to lose. So, um, you know, it's difficult for Liberty and the other, other group five to schedule um, those teams at home, and it's tough to do. And with everybody scheduling out so far in advance, it's, it's hard to change those things. Obviously, you know, Ian had to juggle a lot of things, similar to Tom Homo at BYU, going from an independent to joining a conference. And that makes it very challenging. But the good news is, you know, going forward, the, the non-power leagues, whether it's four-power leagues or five-power leagues, depending on what the Pac-12 does, Pac-2 does, I guess, with the Mountain West, there will always be a position for that non-power league to get an automatic bid into the 12-team playoff. And so, you know, look, it is difficult. It's, it's probably not going to happen this year simply because of the, the week schedule. But again, you know, it's much better than the alternative. It's much better than being an independent and uh, kind (laughs) of roaming the wilderness like the likes of uh, Connecticut and and UMass. There simply are not a lot of independents left. And if you're not Notre Dame and you're an independent, um, you are fighting a – you're going to a gunfight with a spork. So I like the situation Liberty's in in Conference USA much, much better than trying to – go at it as an independent
0: indeed that is the other alternative meanwhile there's no other alternative the source for great insight is a man known as sources Brett murphy action network at brett underscore mcmurphy brett thank you for your time today in the fast lane we're grateful for you hopping on with us today as always be well and we look forward to chatting again soon
1: thank you ed i appreciate it
0: Brett murphy with us here in the fast lane from action network on w226 pg timberlake wvgm AM Lynchburg, WMA, Gretna, Danville, Southside, and the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. If you missed anything from Brett or from David Thiel of Richmond.com, fast lane, Ed Lane, where you listen to podcasts. We are back tomorrow afternoon, 5 to 6 p.m. In the meantime, now time to go live to CBS Sports Radio programming.